Have you ever thought about how sushi making resembles a love story, Stephen? Well, that's an interesting comparison. Can you elaborate? Absolutely. So when we begin to learn sushi making, we're introduced to so many elements all at once. The rice, the ingredients, the technique, the rolling. It's a little overwhelming yet exciting, just like the beginning of a new relationship. Hmm, I see the connection you're making. And as we continue to experiment and practice, we begin to understand the right proportions, the balance between the different ingredients, and the fine details that contribute to a perfect sushi roll. That's similar to understanding your partner in a relationship, getting to know their likes, dislikes, quirks, and habits. Exactly. Just like sushi, a relationship can't be perfect at first. It takes time, patience, and a lot of learning. If we apply too much force, the role fails. If we barely put any effort, it won't stick together. Similarly, a relationship requires a balanced investment of time, care, and commitment. And when we finally master sushi making, we're able to experiment, to add our unique touch to it, making it very personal. That's like a well-established relationship too, right? Yes, over time, the couple is in tune with each other creating their personal rituals and traditions, the same way sushi makers can add their finesse over a well-mastered skill. Do you remember our couple's first encounter, Stephen? It was at a homemade sushi class. Yes, they had that instant connection over sushi, right? Exactly, Stephen. They were both enthusiasts, eager to learn. Can you imagine the thrill of their first clumsy attempts at rolling sushi, the excitement of something new? And don't forget the anticipation leading up to tasting each other's creations. Our sushi as a metaphor for romance is truly fascinating. The intricate process of rolling sushi together, I guess it can be a minute reflection of the bond they were forming. Yes, it's not simply about the end product, but the journey of getting there. The laughter over a failed sushi roll, or the sense of achievement when they finally got the perfect roll. These were all layers adding depth to their bond. I assume sushi became a significant part of their shared memories. Absolutely, Stephen. Sushi making was more than just a class for them. It was an experience of love and learning, of growing together. I wonder how the joy of making sushi together tasted in their first bite. Judging from the joy they found in sushi making, it must have tasted like love. By the way, how do different types of sushi represent different aspects of their relationship, Emma? Great question, Stephen. Each sushi roll with their unique combination of ingredients could be seen as a moment in their relationship. Some sweet, some spicy, some just perfect. There is a certain beauty in this multitude of experiences represented by different sushi rolls. Love served on a sushi mat. Can't wait to hear more about their journey. It's truly interesting how sushi making became a cornerstone of their relationship, isn't it, Emma? Absolutely, Stephen. From the sushi class, they took their growing passion home. Their home kitchen transformed into a sushi studio. Raw fish, sharp knives, bamboo mat. They were eager to recreate that first sushi class experience, and it was then that their love bloomed even more. I'm sure they might have made some kitchen blunders along the way, didn't they? Oh, they certainly did, Stephen. There were instances when they overstuffed the sushi rolls or when they couldn't quite get that perfect slice. It was a trial and error process, but the beauty of it all was that their missteps led to laughter and closer bonds. Each mistake, each failed roll of sushi weren't failures at all, but memories etched into the timeline of their relationship. That's beautifully illustrative, Emma. Sushi making is complex and needs practice, 
I guess these experiences mirrored their journey to create a perfectly harmonious relationship, much like a sushi roll, right? You're on point, Stephen. Just like a sushi roll with various ingredients coming together to make a beautiful whole, their relationship, too, was a blend of their individualities, their quirks, and charms. Making sushi together was their unique platform to acknowledge and appreciate each other's distinctiveness, while also forging a shared experience. Perfection wasn't the goal, but cherishing the journey to it was. To commemorate all these little moments they shared, the couple decided on a little something special, didn't they, Stephen? They certainly did, Emma. One day our sushi lovers abandoned the traditional ring tucked inside a velvet box and went for a different kind of proposal. Over the home-prepared sushi dinner, he popped the question, any guesses on how? Oh, the proposal itself was a piece of art, wasn't it? Just like how they wrapped delicious fillings into sushi rolls, he wrapped his love into a sushi. He must have snuck a prettily wrapped ring into one of the sushi rolls, right? Then go, Emma. He carefully tucked the ring inside one of the sushi rolls. Can you imagine the surprise on her face when she found a sparkling diamond in her sushi? Now that's what I call a sushi surprise. That truly is a sushi surprise. It signifies how deeply sushi had become intertwined with their relationship, that it was also a part of their engagement. I believe they followed a similar tradition for their Valentine's Day celebrations, yes? That's right, Emma. Every Valentine's Day since they've celebrated their love with a sushi-making session, it became their own special tradition. Their love story is a testament to how shared interests create personal traditions that fortify bonds. Love and sushi emerged as the strongest bond for them. Speaking of sushi, how it came to be is a fascinating story in itself. All right, Emma. Enlighten us with some sushi history, keeping it tasty, I presume. Indeed, Stephen. The original type of sushi, known as narazushi, was first developed in Southeast Asia as a method of preserving fish in fermented rice. After a few months of fermentation, the rice was discarded and the fish was eaten. Wait, so the main star wasn't the rice but the fish? Yes, that's right. Now, the sushi we know today, combining vinegar, rice, and fish, has its roots in Edo, current Tokyo, during the 19th century, and it's been evolving ever since. So the sushi we're familiar with is relatively new, historically speaking. Exactly, Stephen. What began as a street food in Edo is now considered a delicate craftsmanship requiring rigorous training in Japan. It further extends to cultural significance where sushi is considered an art form combining aesthetics and palate. And here I thought sushi was just about rolling rice and fish together. Emma, could you guide us through the intricacies of traditional sushi making? Certainly. The traditional sushi-making process in Japan requires utmost precision. The sherry, or sushi rice, must be cooked with the perfect balance of vinegar, sugar, and salt. The netta, which is the fish or vegetable topping, must be fresh and paired well. Then there's the mastery of slicing, presenting, and even learning how to eat sushi properly. The saying goes that the flavor of sushi can change greatly depending on the temperature and manner in which it is eaten. Wow. Sushi sure is a craft involving so much more than meets the eye. Knowing about sushi history and how it's made certainly adds depth to our love for the dish. But every sushi experience is incomplete without a drink to complete the flavor palette. And the perfect partner for sushi is sake. Oh, so it's not just any drink, but a specific kind of drink that's ideal. That's right, Stephen. 
sushi and sake, this combination has been celebrated in Japanese tradition for centuries. Sake balances out the saltiness from soy sauce and the tangy wasabi and complements the subtle flavor notes in the sushi. It's the harmony of taste at its best. Okay, I get why sake is a good match. But aren't there different types of sake? Could you tell us more about that? You're absolutely correct. Sake has a lot of variants. Junmai sake, which is pure and rich, pairs well with full-flavored sushi rolls. On the other side, ginjo sake, which is fruity and light, is perfect for sashimi and simpler makazushi. Now that's interesting. What about for the more adventurous listeners, any unique pairings you could suggest? For those that enjoy exploring, pairing sushi with unconventional drinks such as whiskey or craft beer can result in surprisingly delightful combinations. The robust flavors of whiskey offsets the subtle flavor of sushi, while craft beer with its varied flavor profiles offers plenty of pairing opportunities. Remember, it's all about experimenting and discovering flavors that you enjoy together. Stephen, think about Valentine's Day. What comes to mind? Ah, it's an avalanche of heart-shaped chocolates and extravagant meals at fancy restaurants, of course. Oh yes, food is a big part of it. Have you noticed how our celebrations, be it big or small, always revolve around the dining table? Valentine's Day is no different. And I suppose making a meal for your partner is way more personal than takeouts. You put your heart into every slice, every stir, every bake. It's the silent utterance of love. That's beautifully said, Stephen. I believe that cooking together is also a fantastic way to strengthen relationships. The shared experience of creating a meal and sitting down to enjoy what you've made, that's such a lovely tradition to inculcate. Yes, and it's not just about cooking any meal. It's about discovering your partner's tastes, accommodating their preferences, and blending it all in a way that mirrors your bond. Exactly. The couple from our story brought sushi-making into their love lives, creating a strong bonding experience. Remember how they started by taking a sushi-making class out of simple curiosity? Yeah, and look where that led them. Now they ritualized making sushi together every Valentine's Day. It's like they've given a new meaning to celebrating love with food. Yes, and you see, that's the power of establishing such food-related traditions. They don't only let you churn out delicious dishes— but they become the catalyst of countless memories and shared moments of joy. So in essence, we're saying keep the chocolates, but add some sushi-making into Valentine's Day. It might spice things up, right? Haha. <laughs> Absolutely. The blend of gastronomical and emotional flavors is something to be relished indeed. Let our plates serve the love. Or maybe let our love serve the plates. Gemma, do you agree that our shared experiences more so with food, bring people together. They not only expose each other's tastes, but also teach the art of compromise and understanding, don't they? Yes, Stephen. The food takes on a much deeper meaning when you cook together. It's like you're both adding your own essence to the meal. In that shared moment, you are collaborating, making decisions together, and learning to adjust. I believe such experiences certainly help in trust-building and harmonizing differences. What do you think? I've got this very amusing anecdote that'll resonate with what you've just said. There's a couple I know who always argued about the level of spices in their meal. The husband enjoyed fiery, high-spice dishes, while the wife preferred milder flavors. One day, they decided to make a chili dish together. They took equal turns in adding ingredients, including the spices, and they found the resulting dish was neither too hot nor bland. The wife said it was spicy love in a bowl. They discovered their perfect spice level 
and a newfound appreciation for each other's differing tastes. It might have been a small compromise, but it allowed them to bond in a way they never had before. That's a wonderful anecdote, Stephen. It shows how food connects us on a sensory level. When we prepare food and share it, our brains release the hormone oxytocin, which promotes feelings of trust and bonding. We are essentially wired to connect over food, right, Stephen? You're on point, Emma. Just like the sushi lovers in our episode today, the process of sushi making allowed them to connect and bond. Whilst rolling the sushi together, they were in fact rolling their lives into one tightly knit unit of love and warmth. They weren't just crafting a sushi roll, but a life roll, if you may. You know, Stephen, sushi is not just delicious, it packs a healthy punch too. Are you aware of the health benefits of sushi? I do know it's considered a healthy meal choice, but I'm not certain about the specifics. Can you break it down, Emma? Of course, Stephen. Sushi, depending on how it's prepared, can be a healthy source of lean protein, particularly when it includes raw, fresh fish. It also contains omega-3 fatty acids, which are heart-healthy and known for its anti-inflammatory properties. Not to mention, it's low in saturated fat. The vinegar in sushi rice can help reduce your body's blood sugar response. And the sheets of seaweed, called nori, are rich in iodine, which helps keep your thyroid functioning well. Interesting. It's pretty packed, then. But are there any concerns to be aware of while gorging on sushi? Well, there are always two sides of a coin, aren't there? One has to be cautious about the mercury content in large marine fish like tuna, and certain sushi can be high in sodium. Some rolls also sneak in unhealthy ingredients like cream cheese or mayonnaise. It's important to make smart choices while ordering, and I'd suggest not to drown your sushi in soy sauce. Keep it minimal. That way you'd enjoy the fresh flavor and keep the sodium level in check. Got it, Emma. It looks like moderation and making smart choices is the key here, right? Absolutely. Just like most things in life, even sushi is best enjoyed in moderation. All right, time for some practical sushi tips. Can I kick off, Stephen? By all means, Emma, take it away. Great. So, to start off, quality of your ingredients is paramount. Fresh fish, crisp nori, and perfectly cooked rice are the building blocks of any delicious sushi. Always get the freshest fish from a reputable supplier. Remember, sushi showcases the raw fish, so it needs to be of top-notch quality. That makes sense. And the rice, I always mess that up. Oh, the rice. It can be tricky, but with practice, you'll master it. First, always wash the rice thoroughly until the water runs clear. Overcooking the rice is a common mistake. It should be cooked just until it's tender. And remember to let it cool down before you start rolling. Stephen, I'm guessing you've had a few sticky finger situations? Guilty as charged. It's a mess. I'm assuming there's a trick. Absolutely. A helpful tip to prevent rice from sticking to your hands is to moisten them with a bit of water or vinegar. It keeps the rice from sticking, and you end up with a clean roll. That's really practical. What about the rolling part? It's kind of complicated. Rolling sushi might look daunting, but once you get the hang of it, it's fun. Using a sushi mat helps to shape and tighten the roll. Just remember not to overstuff the roll with too many ingredients, or closing it will become a disaster. And one thing to remember, when slicing sushi, always use a sharp knife. It keeps the roll intact. Huh, the overstuffing. That's where I've been going wrong. No worries, Stephen. Everybody learns with time. Now, shall we shift gears and talk about a simple sushi recipe for our beginners out there? Absolutely. Let's dive into it. What have you got for us? Let's start with a simple maki roll. It's a classic. For this, you'll need sushi rice, nori sheets, 
fresh fish or veggies of your choice, and a sushi mat. Laying the nori sheet on your sushi mat, spread a thin layer of sushi rice, leaving a small space at the edges. Place your fillings of choice in a line on the rice. Once you've done that, it's time for the fun part. Rolling, using the mat, roll it tightly, and voila, your sushi maki is ready. Cut it into bite-sized pieces and don't forget to enjoy with some soy sauce, pickled ginger, and wasabi. Whoa, that doesn't seem as intimidating anymore. I might give it a shot soon. I'm sure you'll do great, Stephen. Just remember to enjoy the process, and don't be disheartened if it's not perfect in the beginning. Practice, after all, makes perfect. Sharing sushi rolls is symbolic, isn't it, Stephen? It certainly does seem that way, Emma. Each piece is a tiny love story. Speaking of which, we have some pretty delectable sushi tales from our beloved listeners. Let's hear one. Here's a nugget from Hannah. Hey, Emma and Stephen. My boyfriend and I spend every Saturday night making sushi. It began as a fun activity during quarantine, but has become our little tradition. These sushi nights are now my favorite memories with him. What a way to bond over sushi, Hannah. Thanks for sharing. I love the idea of a regular sushi night. It's not just about the sushi, but the shared experience of making it together. Now here's one from Sam who shares his favorite sushi spot. Hey, Stephen. If you ever land in San Francisco, you have to check out Omakase Room by Tatsu. The sushi there is an experience, and I met my now fiancé at that restaurant. Sam, that's one sushi date turning out to be a lifetime commitment. Thanks for that sushi spot recommendation and the heartwarming story. These sushi stories are making my heart full. It's beautiful how a shared love for sushi can bring people together. We've got a question here from Melissa asking about that complex sushi roll we mentioned earlier. Emma, Stephen, I loved the sushi-making tips, but I'm still struggling with that complicated roll you mentioned. Any more tips? Patience is crucial, Melissa. Practice with uncomplicated rolls and with time you'll master it. Remember, the joy of sushi-making is in the process. Stephen, have you ever noticed how sushi makes its way into Japanese literature and films? Now that you mention it, it does indeed. There's this film I recall, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. It's a documentary about a sushi master named Jiro. Yes, that's a classic one. Jiro is portrayed as a dedicated sushi chef who pours his heart into his craft. This film reflects the depth of passion and commitment required in sushi making. We see a correlation with love, don't we? True. It's also mostly about instant gratification as sushi rolls are meant to be eaten as soon as they are made, symbolizing the fleeting nature of some relationships or feelings. With that, sushi comes to represent romance in a unique way. In the novel Kitchen by Banana Yoshimoto, the main character Makaj is taught by her love interest to make sushi rolls. By sharing this intimate experience, their bond deepens, making the sushi a symbol of their growing closeness. Fascinating, isn't it? Sushi becomes a metaphor for love's complexities. It's aesthetically pleasing, but requires skill, patience, and mutual understanding, much like a romantic relationship. Absolutely. In the universally beloved film Spirited Away, Sushi demonstrates kindness and mutual care when Haku feeds Chihiro with sushi, after her tiring journey, epitomizing the significance of food shared with love. So essentially, whenever we see sushi in literature or films, it's a reflection of love, be it romantic, familial, or self-love. Any sushi story is indeed a love story. So, our sushi love story came full circle, right from where it all began, the homemade sushi class. 
the couple's love for sushi was evident as they fell in love during their sushi-making journey. We've seen that through sushi. They shared more than just a meal. It was about the shared experiences, the laughter, the joy of creating something together. And why not? Sushi is more than food. It's an art, a lifestyle, a tradition. Absolutely. The fascinating history and cultural significance of sushi we discuss today adds so much depth to this story. As one of Japan's most famous and loved dishes, its popularity has captured hearts around the world. True in their Valentine's tradition of sushi-making, it's very romantic. It creates a special intimacy and connects them on a sensory level. It shines a light on how food traditions can play a crucial role in shaping and bonding a relationship. Yes. Our pairings discussion gave a new perspective on why sushi and sake go so well together. Experimenting with different types of sake might just add a new flavor to your sushi-making experience. Imagine that. Plus, our health insights revealed sushi to be more than just a pleasure to the taste buds. Specifically, with moderation, eating sushi can have numerous health benefits. So, another reason to consider including sushi in your diet. Stephen, your point about self-made sushi at home taking a healthier spin is spot on. We've also discussed various sushi recipes, didn't we? It encourages our listeners to step on the sushi-making path themselves. Definitely, Emma. The door to a delicious love story may just be through a tray of homemade sushi. With all the tips we've mentioned, making sushi at home can be as exciting as it is delicious. Well, our sushi love story was quite a delicate dance of flavors, wasn't it, Stephen? Exactly, Emma. The delicate balance, the shared passion, and the sweet love stories all reminded us that food truly is an incredible medium for connection. That said, are you ready for another ride to uncover another delicious love story, Stephen? Absolutely, Emma. I'm curious to see what loved-up story cuisine has in store for us, and I feel our listeners will appreciate it too. Do you have any hints for us, Emma? Indeed I do. Next, let's travel from the serene sushi bars of Japan to the vibrant streets of Mexico, entwining love with... Hold on. Tacos, perhaps. Am I right, Emma? Close guess, Stephen. We are actually exploring the love that brews over the slicing of avocados, the mashing of ingredients, the tradition of guacamole. Prepare to be taken on a culinary love journey next time. Ah, guacamole, I can already taste the flavorful blend. I'm sure it's going to be another flavorsome love story to savor. So, join us next time when we unwrap the stories hidden within the fresh avocados and perfectly ground seasonings. Rest assured, we're cooking up a story that will spice up your imagination.